you for downloading this message from our Father's house. Exodus chapter 12. Sorry, guys. We're going to read a couple verses here, and then we'll read some more verses later. Exodus 12 and verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. Man and beast. Everybody say and beast. We miss that sometimes. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Verse 13. And the blood shall be to you for a token or a sign. Everybody say a sign. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. When I smite the land, of Egypt under the blood. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, your precious son. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. We thank you for your word. We ask now that you add your blessing to it. Let us speak to your church let it challenge us and let it change us. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone in the room says, Amen. God, I feel that God has really spoken to my spirit concerning the blood. And we're going to talk, talk some about the blood. And then I've got something else that I want to share with you. And I'm just so, so excited about the word. The scripture says, He will not suffer. Let's, let's look here real quickly. What I want to preach to you this morning is I want you to know that the church is victorious and the church is going to be victorious because of the blood. It's not because of your religion. It's not because of your denomination. It's not because of your righteousness. Because your righteousness is as filthy rags. It's because of the blood of Jesus. How are we sanctified and how are we sealed, Pastor? Through the blood. Through the blood. Is anybody, is anybody with me in this room? What I'm trying to tell you is, 
listen, I understand what's going on in the world today. And we are under spiritual attack. We are, the, the, there's, there's, there's a battle going on between the forces of darkness. We are in a real battle. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something right now. Listen, the church is not the majority, but the church is still the victor. I said the church may not be the majority. You know, you know this thing is a not a, this thing's not about who has the most numbers. This thing is about who's in control. And 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 with with God, we still have the victory. In Jesus Christ, we still have the victory. I don't care what happens in our government. I don't care what 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 takes place. The church has the victory. Jesus won the victory on the cross, and all we have to do is enforce it. Is anybody with me? So we may not be the majority, but we're still the victor. There's more, Judy, there's more for us than there is against us because of the blood. I remember the prophet when, when he sent his servant out. He says, we're in trouble. See, see what, what, what you gotta understand is we, we may not, oh, God help me preach this word. I, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm about to blow up this morning, pastors. Y'all may have to help me. But listen, here's, here's, here's the deal. It's not what you see in the flesh that matters. It's what's taking place in the spirit realm. Because, Danny, the, the prophet told his servant, said, go out and look. He says, we're in trouble. And he couldn't see. He couldn't see. But then God opened his eyes, spiritually speaking. And then all of a sudden, he was able to see these chairs. Oh, y'all hearing me this morning. And, and he said, there's more for us than there are against us. Is anybody with me? Because of the blood. Here we go. Here we go. I'm going to try to share this with you. Now, the Jews were under Pharaoh for 400 years. God sends a deliverer in the man of Moses and Egypt's time, Pharaoh's time is up. Amen? Let them go or God will continue to bring judgment. Let my people go. Amen? The last judgment was the death angel. I want you to see something here. Do you understand that a lot of things can happen in the world, but the worst thing, the worst thing is a death angel. Oh, we're gonna go somewhere. There's demonic spirits that we deal with, and there's things that we face in this life, and there's challenges, and we're gonna get there. There's challenges that we face, but the death angel, when the death angel shows up, come on now. It's 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 then you better know which side you're on. We have power over death. Your wife's alive. <laughs> I said she's alive. And you know what? It's just that physical body that she dwelt in, Judy. But she's still alive in the portals of glory on the other side with Jesus because of the blood. I said because of the blood. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. 
Hey, hey, hey. Glory. Is anybody here this morning? He says, if you don't let them go, I'm going to bring death on every household in Egypt. He told Israel, you got to hear me now. He told Israel, you are not immune. Every house in Egypt. The only thing that's going to cause the death angel to pass over you is the blood. <laughs> Every house. Now here's the thing. You know, this this was given, this this was given, and you had two different classes of people here. You had the Egyptians. And you know, and everybody's everybody's eating their eating their Passover meal. They're eating the they're eating the unleavened bread, and and uh, and the sacrifice. They're eating eating their meal, Brandon. And and the Egyptians, y'all got to hear me now. The Egyptians are sitting there wringing their hands, and oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, is is God going to judge us? Is God going to judge us? But on the other hand, the Israelites they put the they put the blood over the door on the top and on either side. And they're they're trusting in God. Hey, our time is up, and God's going to bring us out of here. So we have two different classes of people. The Israelites were not immune. They had to put the blood over the door. Yeah. Amen. So it's, 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 it's applicable to us. We got to have the blood applied. We got to have the blood applied. Is anybody with me in here? So there's the two different houses. Amen. But here's Egypt. Egypt eating the unleavened bread and the herbs, and they're concerned. They're looking at their firstborn son, praying, concerned. They've wondered if I, if I failed God in any way. But Israel's sitting here. They're not worried. I'm trying to preach you a message this morning that you don't have to worry because you're under the blood. Well, what happens, Pastor? What happens if some? What? Listen to me. You know, I understand that Christians are being persecuted left and right. But the problem is, you know, and we see that, and it's happening. But the problem is, we place too much emphasis on this life. You can't threaten somebody with heaven, folks. Come on, you can't be threatened with heaven. If your if your if your desires really here, you have problems anyway. I'm thankful for what I, what I have. I'm about to blow up. I'm thankful for what I have. God's blessed me with a beautiful wife and two beautiful children, and 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 I can just go on and on and on. But listen, this is not my home. Paul said, "If we have hope here, Pastor of Christ, only we are of all men most miserable." This is not it. He's prepared us a place. He said, "I'm going to prepare you a place. We're going to celebrate Jesus, and we're going to walk in the kingdom while we're here." Is anybody with me? You know, this is an example to us. Remember the day the Lord brought you out. First Corinthians, he said, they are examples to us. What they went through in the wilderness. Remember the day the Lord brought you out. You're under the blood. I said, you're under the blood. Somebody say, thank God for the blood. Let's, let's look at this. He says, I'm going to pass through the land of Egypt this night, and I'm going to smite all the firstborn. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I'm going to pass over, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you. I will smite the land of Egypt. I'm going to kill the Egypt. I'm going to, I'm going to smite the oppressor. Do you understand that God sent Jesus to take out your oppressor. We got to see that again. 
People too often forget. You know, you know what Jesus, you know what God said? You know what the word said, Judy? He, he, he said, don't ever forget the Passover. People too often forget the power of the blood. What saved those folks that night? What brought them out that night? Come on, what brought them out that night? Come on, somebody shout it. Come on, somebody say it. Help me preach. We forget the power of the blood, and we, we start to believe that our salvation is weak. You know what? We, we start believing we can lose it real easily. Listen to me, young people. You walk, you walk as best as you can upright and according to the word of God. But as your pastor, I'm here to tell you that if you make a mistake, God's, God's not going to damn you to hell because you made a mistake. Come on now, we got to get rid of that garbage. We were brought up to believe that, you know, you serve God all your life and you're driving down the road and, 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 and somebody cuts you off in traffic and, you, and you, you cursed and you wrecked and died and you went to hell. Because that four-letter word wasn't under the blood. You got to understand when Jesus died. Now, I'm not preaching it's okay to use four letter words. That's not what I'm saying. But you got to understand that when Jesus died, he looked down through the eons of time and he saw every sin that you would ever commit. And at that moment on the cross, he took every sin that you would, every one of them. You know, it's so hard to fathom that, but every mistake we would ever make, he knew it and he took them all right then. He took every one of them upon himself. And because of the blood, we have access into the Holy of Holies with the Father. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody needs to celebrate. Here we go. Here we go. The blood removed the judgment from the Jewish people. Not only the firstborn of the family, but of the animals and beasts. Amen? It was announced and it struck suddenly at midnight. I want you to look in verse 30. It says there was a great cry. There was a great cry throughout Egypt. And the reason it was a great cry, because some, somebody... Or some animal died in every home. If they didn't have a firstborn son, they had, there was an animal. One of the two, elder, died in the home. And there was a great cry in Egypt because they didn't have the blood over the doorpost. Is anybody with me? The death angel, the death angel passed over the believers. He's not, he's not coming nigh your house because of the blood. Can somebody make that, make that proclamation of faith? You got to know who you are. There's peace for those who have the blood. But you're going to live a, a difficult life if you don't. There's blessings for those who have the blood, but you're living under a curse if you don't. Are y'all with me? The blood made them safe. Somebody say safe. Now, the blood was not on the doorpost because they were good. Come 
In fact, they had been rebellious people. Even that very night, they, they were rebellious toward Moses and Aaron because, you know, the, they were, you know, why is these things happening? And I mean, I mean they're stiff necked people, right? Yeah. Is that what the word says? So it wasn't because they were good. You, you got to get this. It was because they were obedient. God said, put the blood over the door and on the right side. And it wasn't because they were good people. So it's not because of how good you are. It's because of your obedience to him that he's going to show up in your life. Disobedience will cancel the blessing of God. Amen. Are y'all with me? All right, how long have I been preaching? Are we good? Oh, Jesus. You know, they, they were rebellious people. Somebody say amen. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing, Ernie. Do you understand? I want you to get this. How many of these God's all-knowing? How many of these knows everything? How many of these God knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Do we believe that? All right, how many believes that God knew they was going to get out there in the, wandering around and, and worship a golden calf? But he still let the death angel pass over. Are y'all hearing this? He knew, he knew, Justin, what they were going to do. Jesus dealt with imperfect people. The 12 disciples. He looked at Peter and he said, You're of your father, the devil. <laughs> Amen. He said, you're of your father. Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> Did he not? Oh, y'all, see, see, you can sit down. You can sit down, Peter. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, he denied him. Peter, Sister Judy, denied him. But yet, on the day of Pentecost, Peter was the one that said, this is that which is spoken. You know, when, when oh, y'all got, y'all, y'all got to hear what I'm telling you. When, 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 the, when Jesus arose from the dead and he, he told Mary Magdalene, he said, go tell the, the disciples. He said, and Peter, he said, make sure you go, let him know that I'm alive. You know, Peter had failed and he had denied Christ three times. The scripture says he wept bitterly. He went out and wept bitterly. But guess what? That didn't change God's plan because of the blood of Jesus on his life. Is anybody hearing me? And Peter was there on the day of Pentecost saying, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. I'm going to pour out my spirit in the last days. Are y'all hearing me? Somebody say the blood. Here we go. Thank God for mercy. I said, thank God for mercy. You know what? God don't concentrate on our faults. He concentrates on our future. I said, God don't concentrate on our faults. He concentrates on our future. He knows, I, I believe that he that started a work in you is gonna finish that work. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. You may not be where you wanna be right now and you may feel like, you know, you may feel bad about yourself, but I'm telling you, God has a plan in your life and he's gonna get you there one way or another but because of the blood. All right, here we go. 
They were safe. But they weren't delivered. <laughs> I'm about to blow up. They still had to face Pharaoh. They still had to cross the Red Sea. You messed me up this morning. The blood brought them out. Let's look at 13 and 9 of Exodus. The blood brought them out. Shall be for a sign unto thee upon thine hand and for a memorial between thine eyes that the Lord's law may be in my mouth. For with a strong hand has the Lord brought you out. The blood kept the death angel from coming to their house, but it was the hand of the Lord. <laughs> it was the hand of the Lord that brought them out. Are y'all hearing me? He has a strong hand. We underestimate and we let the enemy lie to us and we underestimate the power that's in his hand. He's a strong He's a strong God and he has a strong right hand. He's never lost a battle and he never will. He's undefeated. Is anybody hearing me in this room? He has a strong hand. You know, we let the enemy look at us and, and make us feel. And you, you gotta understand, you gotta see it's not because of our flesh, it's because of who he is in us. I remember Caleb a few years ago. I, we were having a uh, a bench press competition at our Harlan gym. At that time, I was forty seven years old, and we were putting on this bench press competition. You know, just as a promotional thing. A lot of the guys they enjoy the guys. Some of the guys enjoy doing that stuff. Don't they, Calvin? Yeah, it's ego. Thank you, Dwayne. Pretty much. It's ego. Just call it what it is. We were putting on this bench press competition. And keep in mind, at this point, I'm 47. And I was talking to one of the younger guys there at the gym, and he was probably, I don't know, 19, 20. I'm not sure. Maybe early 20s. He was a young guy. And I said, are you going to Are you gonna participate in the, the bench press competition, I'd noticed he'd been training pretty hard, you know. And he said, he said, yes, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> Mr. Green, I said, well, you know what? I really hadn't even planned on being a participant. I'm just going to judge it. But I think I'll get in it now. <laughs> 
It's 47. You done call this 47-year-old out. He failed on 350. And your pastor pushed up 375. Killed him. Crushed him. You know what? He didn't realize the power of this strong hand. I love it. I love it when the young guys, listen, I love it when the young guys look at, they get in the gym and they look at and they start making old man jokes. They will. They'll walk around and say, did you take your Geritol today, buddy? I was in Berea visiting my niece and her husband. Went to his gym to work out. Young boy about your age, he was doing some shoulder presses. And I said, that's what I was going to do that day. I said, can I jump in, buddy? Kid, you know. I said, can I jump in? He said, sure. You need to take some, you mean take some of the weight off? I said, how about let's put some on? Are y'all hearing me? We got to understand, we got to see who he is in us. I know those are physical strengths that I'm referring to. But can't, Listen to me. I'm, 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 just, I'm just dying just to jump right, to jump right into it. Here's the deal. And I know those are physical strengths, but do you understand that it was God's right hand that gave Samson strength to slay all those Philistines? No, listen. See, see it's, it's, the right hand of, it's the right hand of power. Okay, let's, let's go back where we are. The, the blood kept them safe, but God's right hand delivered them. All right, here's the deal. From that point on, and we could talk so much about the blood covenants. Abraham made, you know, there's a covenant between God and Abraham, the blood covenant. And, and see, and, 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 and the circumcision of the flesh was a sign of the covenant. That's why David looked at Goliath and said, how dare you, you uncircumcised Philistine. You're not part of this blood covenant. Is anybody with me? It's a blood, it's, it's a blood covenant, and, and it was passed down, and they did, they did the animals, you know, you know, the sacrifice of the lamb. And, and then here's the deal. And then all of a sudden, so Jesus comes along. You guys can get ready to come on back. All of a sudden, Jesus comes along, and, and Jesus becomes the perfect sacrifice. He's the Lamb of God. Is anybody hearing me? Jesus was placed on the cross. The cross is a picture of, of, of the door. Of the, door. The, blood was over, the blood was over the top. And the blood was on both sides. And Jesus says, once and for all, I'm going to apply the blood to your life and you're going to have this power. You're going to be safe because of the blood. Here's the deal. The devil did not want Jesus to be able to take his blood into heaven. Are y'all hearing me? And put it on the mercy seat for us. Can, can, can I just have a few more minutes? God said, all right, I want you to see this. Genesis 3.15. See, the enemy tries to, tries to lie to you, and the enemy wants to get there before you get there. Ooh, somebody else. Get that later. In Genesis 3.15, he said, I'm gonna put an enmity between your seed He's talking about, he said, y'all know the scripture. You're going to bruise, uh, he's going to bruise your heel. You're going to bruise his head. So that's, a, that's talking about Christ coming through the seed of woman. Right? Y'all with me? 
Okay, so Satan started out right then to stop that. Do you, under, do you understand that when, when, oh Jesus, the enemy tries to get ahead of God's people and, not, and cause them to not realize who they are and the power of the tail. Prove it, Pastor. Here's the deal. Who remembers in, uh, Gen, well, first of all, Genesis 6, 4. Scripture says that the sons of God came together with the daughters of men. And they produced a race of giants. Now, God, God, because of the blood, he, the, the children of Israel kept safe, and then his strong hand leads them out. And now they're going to go take the land of Canaan, but the Canaanites were there before they got there. And, and then they have 12 spies that walk in. 10 spies says, we can't, we can't do any good because there's giants there, and we're like grasshoppers. They forgot about the blood and the strong hand of God. Except for two, of course. Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb says, we're well able. Let's go in and take the land. You see, the enemy had got, you understand those giants, you understand that race of giants, there's history that proves that they were there. This ain't fairy tales. All right, and then Goliath comes, oh glory. Goliath comes from the son of Anak, He's out of that race of giants. You know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, uh, Goliath's name means it means exiled, a raging spirit. So here we go. Here we go. Come here, Blake. Come here, Calvin. Here we go. Come here, Blake. But you don't, you see, you see, here's the thing. The blood kept them safe and the death angel had to pass over but the right hand of God delivered them. Amen? Are you guys with me? The right hand of God delivered them and now you have Goliath, this exiled Raging. You're talking about fighting demonic spirits. What are you saying, Pastor? They came, you know, they came out of Egypt, but then they still had to have the right hand of God to deliver them. So here stands this exiled, raging spirit, this, this, this giant of a man, and then here comes this little young shepherd boy. And you see, but the thing is, and if we're not careful, hear me, church, if we're not careful, we will sit in the pew and instead of seeing this as the right hand of God and seeing this as a lie from the pits of hell, we'll get them reversed and this is how we'll see God and that's how we'll see the enemy. And people will even, we, we will, you know, don't be, be careful, be careful. You will allow the enemy to use you. Because David's brother like said, you're just a kid. No, he's not just a kid. Saul says, you've not proved the honor. You can't, you can't do it. Goliath says, am I a dog? And see, the enemy looked at David. Oh, glory. Come on up, guys. I'm closing. The enemy looked at David in the flesh. But there was a right hand of power. Yeah. Yes, sir. Amen. And, and I know some of you are saying, well, David left-handed. But see, it didn't matter. And the thing about it is, 
him being left-handed, you know what happened? The enemy got focused. Y'all going to get this. The enemy got focused on that fleshly, that little fleshly left hand, but he forgot about the right hand of power. He forgot about the right hand of power. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying that it was the right hand of power that, that allowed David to sling that stone that took down that giant, amen? Is anybody hearing me? The right hand of power, again, is what, what allowed Samson to kill those Philistines. The, light, the right hand of power shut the lion's mouths. Is anybody with me? Now, Jesus, now, when Jesus died and he was crucified, and he, the Bible says after it was finished, he went and sat down at the right hand of God. So Jesus is the right hand of power. His blood's been applied to your life. I said his blood's been applied, and his strong right hand can bring you through anything. Oh, glory. I said his strong right hand can bring you. Somebody needs to celebrate Jesus. He has a strong right hand. Come on, come on, sling it. Come on, sling it. Come on, sling it. Come on. Can, listen, can you hear it? Can you hear it? I said, can you hear it? Don't look at the man. Don't look at the flesh. The blood was over the house, over the door of the house, right? You're the temple of his glory. You are that tent, that, tent, that house. His blood is applied to you. <laughs> oh glory giants are coming down you got to believe it the right hand of power now here we go here we go Jesus sat down at the right hand of God and he raised us up to sit with him in heavenly places. So if we're sitting with him, can we say that the right hand of power, oh glory. I'm closing, I promise. Are y'all here? We gotta stop. We gotta stop seeing ourselves has defeated. The scripture said, I want you to get this, take this home with you. The scripture says, God didn't say, hear me now, God didn't say, when you see the blood. He said, when I see the blood. Guess what? Every time, he looks at you. He sees the blood of Jesus, the resurrected Savior. Every time he looks at you, he sees the blood. He sees the blood. He sees the blood. There's power in the blood. And he releases his right hand. Woo! 
Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. I'm closing, I promise. This first song they did this morning. Where is it? Help me, was it in Jesus' name? He's fighting for us. He's pushing back the darkness. Amen? Are you guys with me? The second song. For the Lord our God is a righteous king. You guys say the next part. Let's try it again. For the Lord our God is a righteous king. For the Lord our God is enthroned on high. He has rescued us with a strong right hand. Jill, come here, come here, come here and help me. I don't have the words, I don't have the words to that, that last song. You did, because she wrote that song. What's that, what's that line in there about the right hand? You lifted me up, you rescued me with your right hand. Now you know why I was about to blow up. Let's stand. Come on, worship team. Jesus. Jesus. Do you understand that nobody, none of the Israelites moved in and out of safety once the blood was applied? God took care of them, right? Are y'all with me? I'm believing that some champions are going to arise and they're gonna, they're gonna realize the power in God's right hand. Amen. For more information about Our Father's House or upcoming events, please log on to www.allfathershouseky.org.